The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome everyone and thank you so much for being on the Intentional Spirit. Um, because of you, we are in countries all over the world and we get comments all the time about our guests and people that you feel really offer you the tools to be intentional. One of the things that I've said for many years is it, it's never an accident. You know, the name that we are given in our lives, um, we they represent something to us in a very sacred way, how we call ourselves, the way that our name resonates with our own being. We've often heard of stories where people actually will change their name, you know, because it the name they had or their birth name just didn't really relate with them. And I, I feel very strongly about that, that we have a name. And, and also it's about what we claim in the world. And because of that, I wanted to offer on our show today somewhat a very special, uh, unique uh, guest, Jonathan Gray. Welcome to our show, Jonathan. Thank you. So great to be here. Well, Jonathan is unique in the field in that um, over the last 10 years, maybe longer, we've all been hearing this word, you know, branding. Oh, we're, you know, I'm, I'm going through a branding process. And um, m- many of us have heard that or actually used organizations to do that. But what's unique to Jonathan is he does spiritual branding. And so um, I've had the good pleasure along with some colleagues to actually use his work and to have our organization, our nonprofit, our churches be go through this process with him and that it includes numerology, um, it in, includes the soul color. It's just really amazing stuff. But before we delve into all that, Jonathan, tell me, uh, what's a great guy like you doing in a place like this? How did you get on this spiritual journey? I always love <laughs> to hear the stories about the journey. Did you know early in your life that you wanted to be involved in spiritual endeavors? Not really. When I was younger, um, I was grown up grown up pretty traditionally um, from a Christian family. Uh, it wasn't until after high school, which was about 2001, um, when 9-11 happened, that really kind of shook my world up, which has shook a lot of people's world up. Um, and everything that I felt like I was taking for granted um, just started kind of coming up and making me analyze and rethink um, how I view the world, how I view myself. Um, even questioning um, God and everything, and I'm trying to understand what what is really happening because what I thought is happening is not true. So that kind of um, led me down my path, and you know, and during that time, I was suffering through a lot of depression. And it wasn't until I had my awakening, um, and I didn't realize what was happening. I just kind of felt I was having these deep conversations with myself. Um, while I was actually creating art, I was in art school at the time. And when it was happening is I started realizing that like, whoa, I'm tapping into something bigger than me. What is this? And that's when my awakening happening. And then I realized that 
there is something much bigger, much grander happening and how I am a piece of it, but I'm also all of it. And that really changed my whole life, changed the way I do art, the way I do design, how I live. And that really propelled me to where I am today. And when did you make the uh, connection of the importance? I know on your on your website it says be be brave, be bold, be you. Um, mm-hmm. Those those feel like uh, strong anchor points for you. Um, like it really resonates with you as a as a spirit. What what do you mean by that? Be brave, be bold, be you. Because people will say, "Well, that's kind of self-explanatory." No, not right. really, because different words mean different things to different people. Exactly, and and the way that it resonates with me is, you know, since I grew up, I've always been kind of remained hidden. I've always um, acted as the observer and. I realized that that's not really how I want to live. And I really wanted to push myself to get out of my comfort zones because, you know, that's the only way that I'm going to make change in my life and help change others. So the be brave, be bold, be you is really my own mantra. And everything that I do as far as my work, I come at it from that angle. Um, And then I also encourage others to really step out and really claim who they really are and to share it, you know, openly, full-heartedly to the world and do it in a confident way. And and that led you on the path of, of really um, spending quality time with people, uh, people that are affiliated with the organizations, and going through an entire process to kind of capture who is it that you are really. Right. And yeah, so and I think us, that going through those through organizations and, and meeting people along the path has definitely influenced um, my process. It's influenced how I view myself in the world. And and also just the, the um, numerous amounts of people that I meet and how everyone is so unique and how there's so much greatness in all of us. You know, and that always intrigued me. Even people that don't even realize it, it's like it's it's right there. You just you're so close to it, you're not seeing it. And I always thought that was really fascinating. Um, and so whenever I started going with this approach, that was really what I wanted to do is is really help them be brave with who they are, to boldly share who they are, um, and really just unearth what's already there. Not even create a brand for them it's just reveal the brand already within them and give us an example of um someone along the way and where they were on their spiritual path and and the gifts they wanted to offer the world because they're you know we're part of this amazing awakening um people are getting more and more in touch of that they want to do something to be the change they want the world to see, be part of that change. And and those are all great ideas, yet you don't get to do very much if no one ever knows about you. Right. And so <laughs> give us, uh, kind of walk us through uh, one of the many clients that you've worked with and how you've seen that, you know, as it first appeared and then through an evolutionary process, how it became and then what was the difference. Well, I can actually give you, um, this was a case study that I did um, for an agency a while ago um, before I really went out on my own, but I I actually worked with the Humane Society, and what we were trying to do is we wanted to donate some time to them on how to really market their, a dog that's really hard to get adopted. So we reached out to them, we told them the idea, we wanted to do something just for for pro, pro bono, for something that for the holidays that we can give back. And so when we met with them, they were telling us that, well, we actually, we have two dogs that are really hard, are having a hard time getting adopted. They're brother and sister dogs. Um, they've been there for over five years, or for over a year, and they're both over five years old, which, you know, that has everything going against them when it comes to um, adoption. Usually people want um, lighter color animals, which one of the dogs was a black dog. They find black dogs more intimidating. Um, they, they want dogs that are puppies because they want dogs that can grow with the family. And trying to adopt two dogs is 
a slim to none chance than just adopting one. So they were definitely the longest residents there. So what we decided to do um, was take what was making them their perceived weakness and turn it and make it into a strength. So we took the fact that they were two dogs and, you know, I thought to myself, well, everyone does love celebrity couples, uh, Brangelina, Kim Ye. And so I thought, well, what oh, if yeah. we brand these dogs they do, don't like they? a celebrity couple? I'm sorry, I didn't oh, hear you. Oh, my gosh. I said, you're so right. That's so true. Yeah. They love that couple effect. And so then, then what happened? So once we started doing that, um, well, first I, I pitched the idea to the, the person at the Humane Society, the coordinator, and at first she was really quiet. So I was like, oh, no, I'm not sure if this is a good idea or not. And then she was like, I love it. That is adorable. Let's do it. So I branded the dogs, and they were, their names were Sabrina and Sebastian. So I called them Sebastian. And we made <laughs> them look like they were a celebrity couple, that they were being interviewed on Anderson Cooper, on Ellen, on The Daily Show, their Facebook. We made it look like they had like a thousand Facebook or millions of Facebook followers, millions of views on YouTube. (laughs) And it was so fun. And everyone at the Humane Society just loved it. And the dogs had a blast too. So the way that we branded them, then people started noticing. They're like, oh, wow, look at this, Sebastian, what is this? And then everyone just fell in love with them. And within two weeks of that video coming out, there was a woman looking for exactly all of the qualities that everyone perceived as being their weakness, and she was looking for those exact things. So that's what branding really does, and that's a really great example. And, you know, if you can just shift people's perspectives and and get them to kind of change the way they view a situation um, or any type of scenario, that's how you make it memorable. So that's really that was a really fun one of the many case studies that really stand out and we also made the video and the video is is you know adorable they're running around at the end in their new yard and they're super happy so it was a really great experience all in the way of presentation yeah mhm and presentation well i know that um years ago i was part of the process where um, the science of mind and the religious science churches went through a whole rebrand and they became the centers for spiritual living. And what they noted at the time, based upon the guy that did the branding process, is that across the board they increased in numbers because the name explained and the experience explained what they are and what they're about. And so many of them, um, I wouldn't say all of them doubled in size, but they definitely showed an increase as we have in the unity movement because we started saying center or community Mm -hmm. or spiritual community, not a church. So there's definitely, I mean, we understand underneath it that we are, but our marketing, our branding is very different and much more welcoming to people. And the name, you know, um, you were part of that when we became the spiritual campus. And as you know, we've like tripled um, since we identified who we really are and the types of individuals that we are reaching, the seekers and the artists and the activists. And it's just multiplied immensely from that clarification. To me, I see it as kind of like, that uh, structure that kind of helps build a home. You know, you have Mm -hmm. to have the strong walls and you have to have that strong foundation and then everything else kind of comes into place. So it's it's really fascinating. And it was so important to me that I, I wanted to feature it on the show because we do have so many people listening. Like I said, that are, Exactly what we're talking about. They're either seekers or they're artists or they're activists, and they are about making a difference in the world. That's who our audience on the intentional spirit is, is they're out there living intentional, and they need to understand that presentation is everything, is how you Mm -hmm. are received in everything. So you tell us more because this is your area. It's just that I get so passionate about it. No, and everything you're saying is so on point, and it, it's so true that, 
your presentation is everything, um, but also making sure what you do present feels you and it feels genuine um, because one of the worst things you can do is have something that may look cool, but if you don't feel it, then it really doesn't mean anything. So really aligning um, with that is really important. And I also wanted to bring up another thing about branding and a lot of misconceptions um, when people say branding, they, they think of multiple things. So I just wanted to kind of explain that too. Um, you know, a lot of people when they hear the word brand, they think of a logo or they think of, of a person. And your brand or they think of a website or, or product, but really what a brand is, it's, it's the soul that's fueling everything else to flow through it. So your brand, like you said, with, with Unity, once we had to find that foundation, that's really what the branding is, then the logos and the colors and the fonts and everything is guided because we had such a strong foundation. And a great brand is when you know that from doing the research and the strategy, the visual components just kind of fall out. Like you don't have to question it. It's just it's already there, plain sight, because you've done the right research. You looked at the right numbers. You looked at your audience. You looked at who you want to resonate with, and it just tells you. And it's just kind of a discovery process. And I almost equate it as being an investigator. And it's just one clue after the other. And it's it's such a fun process for me. And and I I really love doing it with people, and especially with working with the spiritual entrepreneurs, because I really align with their goals and because ultimately we're here to help and to and raise the consciousness. And I got really tired of working in corporate America uh, because I wasn't resonating with the brands that I was working on. So now working with like-minded people like yourself in First Unity, um, it really helps me share my truth through my medium and at the same time help enhances how others communicate about themselves. And I just think that's such a fun experience for me. Oh yes, absolutely. And I love, I love what you're saying because it's so true when you, when people hear the word brand, they do often think a logo, don't they? Yeah. And it makes sense, of course. You know, when you think of Nike, you think of the swoosh, when you think of certain brands, but they don't remember it's, you know, Nike, what it's all about is just, you know, getting up and doing something and, and making something happen, you know, just do it. And it's that feeling, it's like an aspirational brand, and that's what, that's what makes it so unique. It's the meaning behind it than the visual. It's just really a badge. What do you feel is your greatest satisfaction from the work that you do? Hmm. My greatest satisfaction is when a client completely resonates with what they're doing and they feel a lot more confident with who they are and they're aligned with with the message. Um, and, and I feel that a lot of my clients, they kind of struggle with, they know who they are, but they, they don't know how to communicate it. And they don't know how to not only just communicate it, but do it in a way that's a little different and unexpected. So, and I, I love that challenge and I love trying to find something unique about that person and really shine the light on it and really them embracing it and it becomes a transformational process in itself. So witnessing them owning that and becoming it and demonstrating and sharing it, it's, it's really rewarding to see because now I know that, you know, this isn't just a brand. This is This is your life. Like you become your brand. Like this is something that you evolve with. It's not something that's just placed and you're just like, okay, I'm done. So when people really embrace it and really it impacts all aspects of their life, that's what really excites me to see that. Well, in my travels, um, I met a, a woman that you work with her and her name is Peggy. And um, tell us a little bit about Peggy before and after. I thought that was fascinating. She's just so yeah. Peggy's gr- Peggy's great, and um, she she's a life coach. And before we worked together, she was working with um, another coach who was trying to get her going. Um, but she was in such in a very new territory. 
um, he was a little bit more advanced than what she was really needing. She really needed some foundation building. And when I met with her, it was, it's really the same things with a lot of people. She just didn't know how to communicate herself. She felt that everything on her website just didn't, didn't sound like her. She thought it sounded too negative, talking too much about the pain points of, of what she's offering. Um, and also, when she meets people, she doesn't know how to confidently express what she does. So she didn't, she didn't know how to communicate. Um, and also visually, her, her website was all over the place. Her look and feel, it looked like it could have been from 20 different other life coaches. There was nothing that really made her visually unique. So when I worked with her, I really dived into understanding her soul design. And I do that because I feel that understanding your soul design, and I'll go into what that means, I think everyone is here for a reason, and your, your numerology, your astrology, your color aura, totem animals, these things can help guide us um, onto that path of like, okay, what, what really ignites me? What really gets me excited? What really fuels that passion and that fire? So before I start looking at anything else, I start there, and I start noticing things, and I start noticing, you know, your aura color, and sometimes that works within the brand. Um, your totem animal, and all these different aspects, I'm pulling certain words, I'm getting certain tones from. From there, after learning about her on her soul design, then I asked her about her influences. And she was really influenced by Maya Angelou, Wayne Dyer, um, Audrey Hepburn, and Prince. And so just knowing those four, I was just getting tons of ideas because each one of those people were such a unique character. And what I started doing is I kind of started seeing all the things that influenced her and what her soul design was. And I started making the connections between all of the things and really seeing that like, okay, there's kind of a theme happening here. So I was really getting a really big picture vision of, of who she was. Then I understood her program, her offerings, really dived deep into her audience. And when I tapped into her audience, I not only um, thought about what things are they going through on a daily life um, that their struggles, but also what kind of communications are they already interacting with? What kind of ads are going after them on Facebook? What kind of TV shows are they watching? You know, are they watching Netflix or are they watching cable? Are they shopping at, you know, um, a Whole Foods or are they going to a Walmart? So you really start building this brand persona, this person that she's going after. And, once we started doing that, then I understood that, okay, well, these women like to be talked a certain way. They resonate with these types of brands. So then I started understanding the language of those brands and learning how they talk to their clients, to their customers. So, and that's even before I even start getting into the design and color palette. And it's really understanding where are they at and creating a position and knowing that most of her audience are women in their 30s to 50s. They're um, struggling. They're working a lot. They're not fulfilled in the job that they're in, um, but they're ready to make a change. They just don't know what that change is. They're ready for that push. Um, so the positioning that I gave Peggy was dare courageously. And so dare courageously became her mantra, and that became all of her communications came from that tone. Um, and that idea of, you know, you can dare, you have to dare yourself, but you can do it courageously and you can do it with me and not alone. So once we had that positioning, then it was like, okay, well, how can we have fun with that? So one of the things we came up with is doing truth or dares and doing Facebook posts and, and really getting people to engage and asking them the truth and asking them to do a dare. So that was really fun. Also doing um, really like podcasts or interviews with women who overcame, who, who dared life and became the next version that they wanted to step into. Um, so really kind of pushing that and letting others know that there's people that's already done it. You just have to align yourself, but you have to dare yourself first in order to do it. So after all that, then the colors came out um, of her numerology and her astrology. Um, her aura color was a gold and her chakra resonance, and she really wants to open people's hearts, on women's hearts. So green and golds are definitely part of her brand. They were just shouting. 
Um, she's a Leo. Um, she has like this beautiful blonde hair. She just has a lot of lion energy. So all of those things incorporated in, in the strategy and also in the visual aspect of who she was. And so once she claimed that and once she really resonated with that brand, then she just started posting on Facebook. She's doing workshops like every week. She's doing webinars. And now she confidently knows how to talk about herself. So she, now she's just trying to just tell everyone who she is, which before she didn't even know how to tell anyone who she was. So it was a really great experience witnessing that shift happen between her for where she was and where she is now. And I'm continuing to working with her. And it's, you know, what's great about branding is it's, it's an evolution. You grow with your brand. So as she evolves and as she creates new programs, the brand will evolve with her. And that's what I think a really a great brand does. It's not stagnant. It evolves. It shifts when you shift. It always pivots. So, and, and that's what really got me excited about working with her because I knew that she understood and she was ready to make that, that leap to embrace her brand. Um, it was really a life or death situation where it was like she has to do it or, or it's not going to work. And she did. And she's completely happy with it. And she's always telling everyone she meets, oh, Jonathan did this. He's my branding guy. So she's really, she's really great. And she's an awesome, awesome person to work with. Absolutely. And she told me it had totally transformed her life. So we're talking today to um, branding expert Jonathan Gray. You can go to his website, Jonathan Gray, G-R-E-Y-E dot com. Um, he would call it Gray Matters. So JonathanGray.com, and you can explore the various avenues which um, enlighten you to know that there is a story within you that's waiting to be shared. And when we come back, we will talk more about how to develop your own sacred story. Thank you for being with us. And again, as always, we greatly appreciate your ongoing contributions to Unity Online Radio. In other ways that you can contribute is to promote our show on social media, let other people know about Unity Online Radio. Um, we have listeners throughout the world, and we greatly appreciate you and who you are. We'll be right back after this short message. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. a coach in your corner a life coach that is like a coach in sports a life coach can help you set clear goals and develop the confidence and tools you need to achieve them join certified life coach carla mcclellan tuesdays at 3 p.m for vibrant living on unity online radio each week coach carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to help make your life more focused more meaningful and more vibrant. Do you have a specific issue or topic you'd like to discuss with Coach Carla? Call in toll-free Tuesdays at 3 p.m. during Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit 
Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. And we are talking today with Jonathan Gray. That's G-R-E-Y-E dot com, JonathanGray.com. You can read all about him. He serves clients all over the world. And we are talking today about the importance of clarity of knowing how who you are and what you stand for. I, I like to say all the time that, you know, abundance, the true understanding of abundance is not related to the CD or the 401k or, you know, how much money you have in your wallet or your pocket. It, it's about being clear who you are. Um, I feel so strongly about that because the more and more we become clear of who we are, then as it says in scripture, all things will be added to thee. And it makes such a difference of that clarity of purpose and Jonathan, you've given um, two or three examples, and um, I know that a lot of our listeners are, and uh, I was talking to Jeff about that. He's the greatest um, radio manager ever. Um, <laughs> a big old shout out to Jeff Comfort. He, he rocks. Um, we were talking about, you know, within our market, and we have people listening to us all over the world, it seems that we have a number of energy healers or energy workers and you know people are just giving you cards and giving you business cards and you know all this kind of thing it still amazes me that people give out cards without a photo or you know what I mean but it's like so just starting there um, for that person listening what would you what would you say to them as far as what makes you distinct and what makes you different and why do people want to work with you well, I think that the first thing um, people really have to ask themselves is why. And why is such a big question because it's it's your why that really makes you different from everyone else. It's about how did you become this person? Um, why did this path open up for you? Why did you keep getting pulled into it? And and really that why is, is the differentiator. So I always really start with that. Um, I try to also tr- bring people to really claim their story and really claim and embrace who they are because there's only one of you. Um, there's you know millions and millions of energy practitioners, but there's only one you. So that's really the de- that can be the deciding factor uh, if they just know who you are. So when I'm thinking about energy workers, and I've worked with a lot of them, um, I try not to get them to focus too much on what is it that they do, but who they are and why is it that they do. Um, I think that's first and foremost. Mm. And so to that person that gets into the why it's important, you know, I've been wanting to do this all my life. Um, I've known since I was a child, I I can do it. Um, Then where did they go? You know, what, what is their, walk us through that process. And then it, it really becomes uh, a, a really a, a soul journey and it becomes, okay, well, this is why I, I, I chose this path. Um, and then it's really about understanding, well, who influenced you to continue this? Who in your life really wanted you to succeed? Who really fanned your fire? Um, and, and it doesn't even need to be people that you know. They can be people in history, um, people you look to, um, celebrities. So really kind of aligning with the people that are that have influenced you, but also people who are doing what it is that you want to move towards um, in that next step, in that next phase of your life. 
So understanding your why, then really understanding um, what is it that really inspires you about it and what are people doing that's already stepping into that. And it's really about not reinventing the wheel. It's more about realigning the wheel. So you don't have to do all of this legwork. You don't have to do it all start from scratch. There's people who have already done all the work for you. You just have to kind of go in and just notice what is it that they're doing that I really resonate with? What is it that I can adopt and bring into my own and make it my own? And that's really a, a very important part. And I think what hangs people uh, hangs them up a lot is that they feel they need to start from scratch. It's like bare bones. Start, and it's like you get that white sheet of paper syndrome. You just almost feel you don't even know where to start. So once you just start getting inspired, um, and that's really the secret, is staying inspired throughout this path. Um, because then you know you're continuing and you're journeying somewhere that's really going to shape your brand and shape who you are. And you might even learn new modalities, um, meet new people, and really expand your network throughout the process. Well, you know, what you're describing is is bringing up some really good memories for me because uh, when I was in my 30s, so not long ago, I my my whole thing was about I had two things that were kind of like my own personal mantra brand was to be the best I can be and to make a difference in the world. Be the best I can be, make a difference in the world. And there would be times that I was being maybe I was making a difference in the world in that I was going out, doing a lecture, doing a program, and I wasn't being the best I could be. You know, so perhaps I was in front of a room and I was giving a talk, but I was very preoccupied with something else or looking forward to the next thing versus being where I was or whatever. So mm-hmm. I use those as like measurements. You know, was I through this day giving my best and did I make a difference in some way? And it was profound to me. And then the other That's level beautiful. was, well, thank you. And the other level was um, a question that I asked myself since I was in ministerial uh, classes. What makes great people great? And mm-hmm. I, I held that in my psyche. What makes great people great? And I I wrote a talk about that. And I learned and studied everything I could on Martin Luther King, still do, uh, Gandhi, still do, um, Mother Teresa, still do, Rosa Parks, still do, and and drawing from that wellspring of that and, and um, Einstein, it was like, okay, what is it that made those, what is that ingredient, what is the brand about that, what is the purpose about that, and over time, what it led for me was the next uh, mantra and branding of my life was from good to amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love what you're saying because it becomes the blueprint of your spiritual soul house that you are growing into because there was a time when great was so big to me that I couldn't fathom it sometimes. Like, well, you know, how do you get to be to a place to have a great life? You know, and, and then it became, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now it's time for a whole new warb, a whole new robe of understanding. Um, I want an amazing life. I want to be the best I can be. I want to make a difference in the world. I want to make a difference by the willingness to be different. And I want to move within my own life from anything that's good. I want it to become amazing. So therefore, what I recognize was it's more than a poster on the wall. It's more than a business card change. It's more than, okay, here are my features as far as my brochure. Okay. It just becomes a measurable of everyday life. And then it changes the words we use, the way we identify with things. Um, I heard a, a lecturer last night, Michael Singer, uh, Singer of Untethered Soul, and he said, you know, you pass by people all the time. How you doing? I'm okay. Uh, I'm surviving. 
Um, well, I'm getting through. It's like, really? That's as good as you get? That's your brand. (laughs) That's your brand. I'm just getting by. That's my mantra. I'm just getting by. You know, and it's like, that's that energetic field of a lower vibration that creates the kind of life of just getting by. And anyway, uh, obviously, I can go on and on. <laughs> but I just get so I love it, though. It's so good. <laughs> well, because it's life-changing. It's life-changing. Yeah. It's changed me. Not that I am at an arrival place, um, nor looking to be at an arrival place. I'm always looking for the new seat on the new bus of understanding that I can get on that will support me, you know, in my life and my life values. But I just get so lit up when we're talking about the subject with you of how do I brand myself because I look at my life then in 30s and I look at my life now and it's an entirely different life. Yeah. Yep. It's so on point. And it's so funny because, you know, when I came up with this idea, I didn't even plan on, you know, I never would have thought branding and spirituality uh, would go hand in hand. (laughs) But I I started working with these companies and branding them. And I realized a lot of the questions that I'm asking them is a lot of the questions that these great teachers uh, have been teaching us for millennia to ask ourselves. And, and then I started really seeing the parallels and it was just amazing to me that I didn't know anyone else that was really doing it. And it was becoming, branding was becoming more of an alchemy process. It was taking these raw materials of different aspects of ourselves and then molding them and transmuting them into something new and and something beyond we even knew was within us. And I've always thought that process and, and spirituality was, you know, the reason why this all happened. But to see it working this way as well was very, very impactful for me. And I just knew, like, I have to do this for others, too. So it was a very interesting way that I kind of stumbled upon it. <laughs> well, it, it's likened to the fact that, you know, fish will only grow to the aquarium that they are in. Mm-hmm. And in yeah. our own humanity, um, we have this ability to grow into the mold um, that we we set out for ourselves, this containment of what is possible for us. And what you're talking about is to understand the story that's within you so you can expand the mold that you grow towards. It's very, very powerful. Definitely, yes. It's and I and I am a prime example of that too, because I was really the first experiment for doing the spiritual brand, <laughs> you know, after, after I started with the idea, I really asked myself, you know, well, how can I um, get out of my comfort zone through branding? Um, so I, I would ask myself, you know, well, who is the person that I, who's my highest self? What's that version look like? How does that higher version of myself um, interact with people? Um, and, and I really wanted to step into a new thought the new thought leader kind of role and but I was really nervous about doing that and it just seemed really big to me but once I created a brand and once I created kind of a face for it then it would I had way more confidence about it it wasn't me just like just hoping someday that it will happen then I really had like a plan and a guidebook to really embrace that and that completely helped to shift me from becoming the shy guy who's, you know, in the corner drawing people to now I'm standing and I'm on stage and I'm helping others step into that power. So it was a very huge shift for me. Um, and it definitely has changed my perspective and it's helped me grow into more um, of an integrated human being. Well, what do you feel was the inner driver that allowed you to make the shift? Did you wake up one morning and go, I've had the shift. It has occurred. What, 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 it part always of that? Starts, it, it's funny because it, it, it happens a lot for me because it's, it's a creative process. Ultimately, you know, mm-hmm. from there's, I feel like there's no difference from creating a painting uh, and then creating new aspects of yourself or evolving. 
And, and I always find that really fascinating because it happens the same way every time. First, I have a little idea. And then it kind of just percolates in the back of my mind. And I can tell my subconscious is kind of working it out. But it's not in the forefront. And it's only when I've gathered so much information about it and I just kind of pick things up through synchronicity, through books, through people, until uh, it gets to a boiling point and where it, it starts tipping and, and I start shifting and I can literally feel myself like, okay, I have to do it now or, or, or else. Like it's now or never. And it's right when that moment, that now or never moment, it's like, okay. And then the inspiration kicks in, new thoughts and ideas start flooding because now I shifted into that consciousness the new ideas start pouring in, and then it's really about taking action and really stepping into it. Um, so it's funny because it happens so much um, for me because it's, it is part of the creative process for, for anything that I do, whether I'm creating a brand for a client or I'm drawing a character um, or I'm writing a poem. It, it just It's the same process, and I find that really fascinating. It really is. And don't you also feel a part of it is the willingness to act as if? Yes. Yes, definitely. That is huge. And that's actually something that I've, I've been writing down. <laughs> I have notes on my phone and I have, it's as if, and I was just write sentences. <laughs> and it's such a powerful thing to do. And that really because it, it's it's endless possibilities at that point. You can choose whatever it is that you wish to experience. It's it's moving past that place of uncomfortable because if if I went with the feelings of what it was like being in front of a group, I would I'd never have gone in front of a group again. You know, <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. those early <laughs> early times were the most uncomfortable thing that I've ever done. I mean, anything that's new, I I like to use this example when I teach speakers, it's like um, asking someone to write with their non-dominant hand and to write mm-hmm. their name and ask the question, how does that feel? It feels awkward. It feels uncomfortable. It feels silly. Well, it did. That's how it really felt when we were learning to write our name, when we were learning to identify with words. That's how it felt really awkward you didn't even want to show it to anybody it's like god because you couldn't read it (laughs) you know and parents and teachers are so kind oh it looks really good and you're thinking to yourself right yeah right you're not telling me the truth but when you do it time and time again and you keep acting as if you're going to get better you do get better and that is the part of of what you're saying is that um you're offering um not only skills but tools that support people in expanding beyond their current situation that at a time when we can use more energy healers, we can use more spiritual leaders, we can use more bloggers, you know, whatever you, whatever you're doing, you know, Mm -hmm. um, is the willingness to have a certain understanding within yourself and a consistent brand that lines aligns with yourself um, so that you can be seen and you can be heard while within yourself energetically kind of faking it till you make it because you do become right. it, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really exciting. law of attraction. It's really putting it really that consciousness is. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's it's very, um, a very invigorating uh, to say the least. What would you say that of, of all the things that, that you've done um, as a student of life has been, you know, one of your most significant? Oh, man, that is a big aside question. From meeting, <laughs> aside from meeting the woman that you're getting ready to marry. <laughs> That's definitely, yes. <laughs> this this oh, Kat man. Von Frank. So besides that, which is very clear, um, what would you say that you have come to understand in your life that is so significant? Really, it's it's oneness is the biggest for me, and and knowing that there is no separation, and it's really the teaching of unity that has really impacted my whole life. And during my spiritual awakening experience, it was realizing that oneness and how 
big and how both was small at the same time and how polarities and things that don't necessarily seem seemingly connect are all connected. And, and that just shifted everything for me. And it, it made me realize how big I really was, but how big all of us really are and all that we have access to. And all we have to do is ask. So that oneness is what really shifted everything and it changed my whole life, the understanding. That's, that's very powerful because then there's no, there's no separation. And ultimately at, at the, at the end of the day, I love what Mark Nepo says. It's one of my favorite quotes. What we reach for may be different. But what makes us reach is the same. Mm, I love that. That's a great quote. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want me to say it again? <laughs> yeah, say it again. I'm going to write it down. Facebook post oh, coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I can be Mark's uh, branding agent. Uh, <laughs> what what we reach for may be different, and yet what makes us reach is is the same. And that mm, that's so powerful. We're talking from the core of what we identify as as oneness and the step greater than that. And I feel that that is where your divine work comes in is that often when people think of oneness in the world, they're thinking external or they're mm-hmm. thinking a sense of I am, we're cousins, uh, namaste, hi, we're related on some level because we're made of the same stuff but sometimes it's the missing of how we want to develop that oneness and that okayness within ourselves that's when you're Mm -hmm. really on to something because if you're a a battled system within yourself mentalizing theorizing criticizing you know got the inner drama going on all the time hepped up hyped up that kind of thing you know perfectionism and all the other things that come into play you're not really in that true alignment with with yourself if you just recognize that mm, I'm having this experience so a little off today no big deal you know we all get off I'll be back on in a few minutes you know that kind of thing that's that part of I'm comfortable I'm comfortable I have enough compassion mm. for myself and that's yeah. the part of the work that you're offering to people is that clarification of what are the core things that matter the most that require the attention and intention so you be an intentional success in whatever it is that you're doing. It's been a pleasure having you on the show today, Jonathan Gray. (laughs) Oh, thank you. It was so much fun being on here. (laughs) I want to remind everyone to go to jonathangray.com. He is definitely a person that you want on your team for you to add to your own journey because there is a story within you that's waiting to be shared and he's the guy that can help you get there. Thank you so much, Jonathan, and thank all of you for listening and continue to participate with our radio show, The Intentional Spirit. Again, a special thank you from the heart of the ways that you share the show and promote it. And I love hearing um, and getting messengers on Facebook, um, the messages from people all over the world. It just means the world and it's because of you. If you like these types of messages, please go to firstunity.org and templehays.com. It's been a pleasure as we continue to live on this amazing journey that we call life. Thank you for tuning into The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. Blissful stillness, come to me.
Tens of thousands of listeners, like you, have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of her beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at shop.unityonline.org. There is a story about a man who died and found himself at the gates of heaven. The gatekeeper offered to give him a tour. First he took him to hell. The man saw tables laden with a sumptuous banquet. This can't be hell, he said. Look at all this wonderful food. But as he looked closer, he noticed that all the people were weak and emaciated. They'd been given three-foot-long forks, and they couldn't get the food to their mouths. Then the gatekeeper took the man to heaven. Tables there were also piled high with a variety of wonderful foods. The people had also been given three-foot-long forks, but looked happy and well-fed, because they were feeding each other. The point of this story is obvious. Life is more enjoyable when we help one another. Changing your thoughts and actions can result in positive changes in you and the world around you. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like 
earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.